It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. And welcome in to tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Live from Bar Canada inside the D Hotel, the Golden Knights defeat the LA Kings 6-2. Let's bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, help us break this one down. And you know, Dan, obviously all eyes were on Matthias Janmark does have a point and assist in this game. Third line looked really good. Tomas Nosek, three points. What'd you like from Janmark's debut? He looked like he belonged. <laughs> Just fit right in there. And you might have high hopes about the right fit. You can look on paper and say this guy with this guy and this guy. That should be a good line. And then how it plays out in a game might be something not quite to measure it with the paper. I think that it looked just as good as you could have hoped for, which is not to say it was perfect and they didn't make any mistakes. I think the one uh, time where they were on the ice for a goal against, it wasn't so much that uh, you know they had been guilty. It was more a defensive miscue. But, uh, you know, you're still on the ice. That, that'll, that'll happen. Anyway, I, I think that for the most part, what you hoped to see from those guys in their first game was just as much, if not more. The fact that they're on the ice for three goals, uh, they produced three goals, Nosek, Tuck, and Petrangelo, the guys who put the puck in the net. But the fact that those three were on the ice for two goals in the first period and then one more there in the third, I, I, I suppose you don't want to read too much into one game, but that's a strong first impression. And, you know, Dan, again, Marc-Andre Fleury sits alone now, fourth all-time in career wins. Just your thoughts in general on Marc-Andre Fleury as he continues to climb the record books. His teammates appreciate him as much as any athlete I've ever come across. Don't get me wrong. You know, you, you play sports, you watch sports, you recognize the value of team chemistry. We talk about that word all the time. The guys go through a lot together practices, the travel, life on the road, the competition, the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat. But I'm not sure that I've come across an athlete in any sport at any level who is admired, respected, loved, appreciated as much as Marc-Andre Fleury. And I think some of that, Ryan, is because of how much he gives to his teammates. The personality that shows up always with a smile always finds a way to make you feel like you're special. He's got that personality that is rare, uh, not just in sports, but just in life. And I think that that helps bring the most out of his teammates. He's as competitive as anybody I've come across. You might be fooled by that smile, the princely <laughs> smile that he does have, but he's also got that fierce competitiveness and all of those intangibles combined, I think has served him well not only with this organization and with this fan base, of course what he did with the Penguins after so many years, but there are people in Pittsburgh who root for him just as much now as they did when he was there. And uh, he will be a Hall of Famer. He'll go down as one of the great goaltenders in the history of this league. But I think we also see on a regular basis, this isn't a swan song. This isn't the end of the line for Fleury. This is not Joe Montana with the Kansas City Chiefs at the end of his career. This is Marc-Andre Fleury still playing as one of the best goaltenders in the sport. And he, I don't know if he'll win the Vezina, but he's 
likely to end up in the top three. He's never been in the top three for the Vezina in his entire career. I don't know, again, if he'll win the Vezina this year. He might, but I think he's going to be one of those three finalists. And what an impressive achievement that would be at that age of 36 to be at that stature and then to put him in the names as we have been with Patrick Waugh tied in shutout 66 and now going past Eddie Belfort at 485. Only three players in the history of this league have won more games than Marc-Andre Fleury. Well, Dan, as always, thank you for joining us here on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show. We will talk to you on Friday. Thanks, Ryan. That is the voice of the Vegas Golden Knights, Dan Duva. We've got a lot more to get to here on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show live from Bar Canada inside the D Hotel. The Golden Knights defeat the LA Kings 6-2. The postgame injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. No injuries to report in today's game. That is some good news for the Golden Knights. Let's head out to the Staples Center, bring in Marc-Andre Fleury as he addresses the media after today's win. The, the common denominator is the guys from Quebec if, are at the top of that list. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully not too many chemicals, but um, I, I, for me, I think those two guys are guys that I idolize, right? Patrick Warren, Marty Brodeur, I think those two guys I, I really love watching growing up and uh, the big reason why uh, I want to be a goalie and the way I play a goalie and, um, you know, so it's pretty cool to be uh, amongst them and, and Roberto Luongo also that, um, you know, I had a chance to, to play a few years against him and, um, you know, I've been following since his junior years, right? So, um, you know, it's pretty cool to be uh, amongst these guys. Next question comes from David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hi, Mark Andre. Pardon me for asking about this. I, I was wondering if you can tell me about the warm up um, and you turning the goal around and making sure that Lemieux didn't score. Is that something you normally do against him? And I, I saw you were pretty fired up that he didn't. Uh, he didn't <laughs> uh, just stupid stuff sometimes. But we play a lot of games, you know, I gotta try to have some fun sometimes. But uh, it's this last game, I, I've noticed in me, um, I see after the end of the warm up, I wasn't playing and I was. You know, I'm always the last one leaving the ice, and um, and he comes across our red line and tries to shoot, miss the net, and then he shot another one, and then he hit the bucket and then scored too. So, uh, and we won that game, right? So I didn't want him to score to to keep our good luck going. So, um, you know, just something I saw from our last game play against him. I'll take a couple. I'll take a couple questions in French here for Flower. Next one goes to Simon. That is goaltender Marc-Andre Fleury, who now sits alone, fourth all-time in the NHL in wins. And, you know, it's it's interesting with Marc-Andre, and we just heard it from him, him right now, in that he approaches the game not as not, not as a guy that takes himself too seriously in, in, in just talking about the fun that he has out there it's it's warm-ups right like this is an opportunity for Marc-Andre Fleury to pass Ed Belfour 
for fourth all-time in NHL career wins. And he's not out there gripping his stick too tight. He's not out there uh, worried too much about the moment, obsessing over the moment. He's out there playing a game, having fun. And, and what's, what's so refreshing about Marc-Andre Fleury is you look at the accomplishments, you look at the fact that, that he is right there among the very best that have ever played this game, that have ever played this position, and he's still the same guy. He's still that same guy that came into the league with yellow pads and had a flair to him. And, and you love to see that. You just do. And when you look at Mark andre and I think Dan said it best, Dan Duva, as we had him at the top of the program, this isn't a swan song for Mark andre Fleury. This isn't the end of the road for Mark andre Fleury. This is a, a goaltender a professional athlete that is getting better at an age where you're not supposed to. And I'm not sure how long it's going to last for. I know Mark andre is under contract for another season, but every single time you watch him start a game, the love for the game is not lost on him ever. And I think that that's something that, that really lends itself well to a team that is contending for a Stanley Cup. The fact that Marc-Andre Fleury is in that locker room, that he's not taking himself too seriously, that he has three Stanley Cups, and that he knows how to take the pressure off with a joke or a prank or just something fun in warm-up, speaks volumes to this team and what it is they're trying to accomplish this season. It's really remarkable stuff from Marc-Andre Fleury. Let's head back out to Los Angeles. Head coach Pete DeBoer addresses the media next. Hey, Pete, when you drop a guy like Matias Janmark into the lineup, is that kind of what you're looking for out of a line? And to further that, is this kind of a line that you can see or at least maybe you hope that you can ride through the rest of the season? Love to be able to do that. I, I really like them tonight. I, I, I liked how he fit. Um, you know, I think when you when you write names down on paper, you never know how that's going to translate. You hope it does, but uh, they seem to have some real good chemistry, uh, a lot of speed, obviously. Uh, I really liked how it felt tonight. Now you hope that, you know, becomes a long-term uh, thing for us, but, uh, you know, it, it felt really good. Pete's next question goes to Ben Goat, Las Vegas Review-Journal. Hey, Ben. Hey, Pete. Uh yeah, Mark Stone you know, got his first goal in a while yesterday, but how nice was it to get that Stevenson line going five on five tonight? Yeah, you know, I, I, I think um, obviously adding Yan Mark uh, there, I, I liked all four of our lines tonight. I, I thought we had a real good four line game, but th those first three lines all have the ability to, to really put some pressure on the other team offensively. And, um, uh, you know, I, I think. Uh, uh, being able to have a third and fourth line that go out there and, and put pressure on the other team, I, th I think makes the job of Stevenson and Carlson's line easier. You know, you set the, you set the table for the next line going out over the boards. And, and uh, if, if you're tiring out the other team, 
uh, you're setting the table for that next line to have some success. And I think we, we've missed some of that early in the year, but uh, I like how it felt tonight. We'll go to Chris Chapman with Fox Sports Las Vegas. Hey, Chris. Hi, Pete. Um, it's always impressive when you could put six goals on, on the board, but I think equally impressive was the defensive effort of the guys in the third period. I know it was well into the third period when LA had their first shot and even five, six minutes ago in the period, you guys are out there still blocking shots. Could, could, could you just expand upon the defensive effort there in the third? Yeah, I, I thought in the first, we were a little bit loose. Uh, we, we allowed too many pucks to get to the net. I think they had 11 or 12 shots in the first and then they had maybe 10 the rest of the way. So uh, I thought when we made a conscious effort at the end of the first uh, to tighten things up. And, uh, you know, the, the good part for us is that we, you know, it, it's not at the expense of our offense. Usually when we're playing well defensively, we're also creating offense. So uh, I think that was the case tonight. I'll take two final questions tonight. Next one comes from Willie Ramirez, Associate Press. Hey, Willie. Hey, Pete. Well, you certainly called it this morning in terms of being a coincidence with goal support. But uh, you've now won four in a row and in, in, in different manners. And I take you back to the original Colorado series earlier this season. And you had talked about this team being able to win in different ways. And you like that because that's what you have to do in the playoffs. Are you starting to see the team maybe start to play like it was when it was on a nice hot streak earlier this season and winning in different manners? I am, you know, I, I think we're, we're healthy and uh, you know, we've obviously got through the trade deadline. We've dropped a really good player into our lineup, which give, gives us some more depth. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you know, this is when you want to be playing your best hockey. It's important down the stretch here. So, you know, we've still got some work to do. I think uh, special teams, obviously, but uh, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're playing well at the right time of year. Last question for tonight's availability goes to David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, David. Hi, Pete. Uh, when you're standing behind the bench and a player reaches a milestone the way that Mark Andre Fleury did, how, you know, what sort of appreciation do you, you know are you able to take from that? Just you know, the significance from the game uh, itself, you know, just bigger picture history of the NHL and all those sorts of things. Yeah, I, <clears throat> you know, I've obviously. Um, uh, I've, been, I've had the good fortune of being around, you know, Joe Thornton, a couple special moments, um, Martin Broder, a couple special moments like that. I, I think those are things that, you know, you're going to reflect on later in life, maybe sitting around with your grandkids and go, I was, I was behind the bench at ice level that night when that happened. Um, you know, in, in the heat of the season and the moment, uh, you, don't, you don't appreciate it as much as I'm sure I will later. Thanks, Pete. Thank you. That was head coach Pete DeBoer with tonight's post-game interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. We're back with more next on the AAA Insurance post-game show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. 
no other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com. Today, it's the AAA Insurance Post Game Show, live from Bar Canada inside the D Hotel. The Golden Knights defeat the LA Kings 6-2. to Wrap up the season series tonight with a record of 6-2. and two. So a, a strong showing for the Golden Knights. Let's take a look at the highlights here for the first time tonight. Uh, the Golden Knights really wanted to start this game quick, right? Like, you wanted to be on time, and it really is refreshing to see that it's Tomasz Nosek continuing to lead the way as he would open up the scoring. Puck around behind the Vegas net. Martinez backhands it to center. Here's Nosek coming in two on one. Nosek scores! Tomasz Nosek! He hesitated and then ripped it inside the right post. Tomasz Nosek's eighth goal of this season. And the Knights lead 1-0. That's Tomasz Nosek from Alec Martinez at 17-18 in the first period to make it 1-0 Vegas. It's a, a nice play by Nosek. He takes the ice that's given to him and rips that one short side glove on Jonathan Quick. Shortly after Tomasz Nosek would open the scoring, Alex Tuck would add to the lead. Tuck in with Yanmark, a shot, Tuck scores! Top right corner, and the Knights' third line has two goals in the game's first 12 minutes. That's Alex Tuck from Matthias Yanmark, his first point as a Golden Knight, and Tomasz Nosek at 11.04 of the first period to make it 2-0 Vegas. This play starts really with Yanmark in the neutral zone, getting the puck to Alex Tuck, and then it's a center lane drive that makes Jonathan Quick uncomfortable. It's Alex Tuck again going short side glove on Jonathan Quick. Although it was, it was really good early for the Golden Knights, they would take a penalty, and it would be Trevor Moore banking one in to get the Kings to within one. Kings dump it in, a shot, and it was shot towards the goal from the right wing, and it went by Flurry, but did not go. That did it go in? Let's see. I don't know. So the Kings didn't really celebrate. They're celebrating now. Now they're starting to recognize that it may have gone in. Trevor Moore would be the goal scorer. That's Trevor Moore from Adrian Kempe and Alex Iafalo at 13.38 of the first period to make it 2-1 Vegas. And shortly thereafter, Max Pacioretty would throw a puck on net. It would bounce, and Jonathan Quick would misplay it, giving the Golden Knights a two-goal lead. Vegas goes left to right. It's a tip on goal, and they score! It was a dump in, and Quick mishandles it. Vegas leads 3-1. And Jonathan Quick shakes his head as he bends over in the crease. Alex Petrangelo, I believe, will be credited with the goal. It was Max Pacioretty from Mark Stone at 15-25 of the first period to make it 3-1 Vegas. The Golden Knights would go to the second period up 3-1, and Chandler Stevenson would get an opportunity on a breakaway, and he'd beat Cal Peterson. Couldn't keep it in the zone. Vegas gets it out. Pacioretty sets up Stevenson down the middle. Score! Chandler Stevenson with a burst of speed right down the throat of the King slot. He beats Peterson low on the left side. Vegas extends the lead. 4-1 Golden Knights, 4-12 to go second period. 
That's Chandler Stevenson from Max Pacioretty and Zach Whitecloud at 15.47 in the second period to make it 4-1. to one. Vegas late in the period, though. Trevor Moore would once again score for the Kings. Here's a shot, and they score. Trevor Moore with his second of the day for Los Angeles. The lefty came in in the left circle, and he rips it by the blocker of Fleury. The California native Trevor Moore makes it a two-goal deficit for the Kings. Now it's a 4-2 night's advantage. That's Trevor Moore, his second of the game from Adrian Kempe at 18-22 of the second period to make it 4-2 Vegas. We would head to the third period, and though he didn't have to do much tonight, Marc-Andre Fleury would make our AAA insurance save of the game. And the Kings managed to take it away, still in the offensive zone. Kopitar getting it down low. Now a point shot, save Fleury. Rebound to his left, sliding, keeps it away. And now it's underneath him, and he gets a whistle. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. So the Golden Knights up 4-2, Marc-Andre Fleury, a couple of big staves, and then it's Mark Stone, who's usually setting up Max Pacioretty, getting a great pass and adding to the lead. Now it's lifted to center, it misses the outstretched reach of Stone, finds Pacioretty though, works in right, in the middle, they score! Mark Stone, and Vegas has a 5-2 lead. That's Mark Stone from Max Pacioretty, just 5 minutes and 28 seconds into the third period to make it 5-2. Vegas a bit later on Alex Petrangelo off of a faceoff gets a fortuitous bounce for his fourth goal of the season right from the faceoff the Golden Knights score Alex Petrangelo gets the dish after a left circle faceoff win Petrangelo puts it in the top corner and Petrangelo's first goal since returning from injury he's got his third of the season and the Knights have opened up a 6-2 lead that's Petrangelo from Tuck and Nosick at 10.53 of the third period to make it 6-2 Vegas. And that really was the game. All that was left for the Kings was the final call. Here are the final three seconds off the clock. It is sent down, and the horn signals the end of the game. It is a final score. Vegas 6, Los Angeles 2. Vegas has won four in a row. And Marc-Andre Fleury is now all alone in fourth place. 485 victories, fourth most in NHL history. And there you have it. The Golden Knights defeat the LA Kings 6-2, the final tonight. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the LA Kings 6-2. Wrap up the season series with six wins, two losses against the LA Kings. That is the definition of taking care of business as a Stanley Cup Contender. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows, and it was the Golden Knights starting early. And you know what? 
your third line leads the way. It's Matthias Janmark. It's his debut. You've got to believe, right, that he's just excited to play a new team. You're in these divisions. You're playing the same teams over and over and over and over and over again. 41 games. And all of a sudden, you get to do something a little bit different. You had to think that there was going to be some jump. I like the interplay of Janmark with Tuck and Nosek. I'm going to try not to get overly excited about it. And that's not because I think that they can't continue to build off of the chemistry that they showed today. I just don't want to overreact to one game. Tomasz Nosek has been on an absolute heater. Alex Tuck is starting to warm up. It's two goals in two games now for Alex Tuck. And if you get similar production and at least similar chemistry from those three moving forward, that could really be a line that does some damage for the Golden Knights in the playoffs. By that same token, I did like Nick Waugh with Will Carrier and Tomas Yurko. There were some looks in the offensive zone. That's an interesting-looking fourth line, and it's one that I think that uh, the Golden Knights should continue to experiment with just a little bit. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance postgame show. The extended postgame show is next right here on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. It is your postgame show. Matthias Janmark's debut Marc-Andre Fleury sits fourth all-time in NHL wins for goaltenders. Alone in fourth place, I might add. I I mean, there's a lot to talk about here. 702-876-1340, that's the number. I want to hear from you tonight. Because the big question that I have, and it's something that's come up really all season long, for the Golden Knights is, well, they beat the teams they're supposed to beat, but they have problems with Colorado and they have problems with Minnesota. Like, go figure, it's hard to beat good teams. Even if you are a good team, it is hard to beat good teams. So the Golden Knights have played Colorado even. It's been a bit, it's not been in their favor against Minnesota. But by and large, this team has done very good against teams that are currently, currently, in a playoff spot. Did this game feel different to you? Like, we've seen Vegas at times throughout the season struggle with L.A. Like, L.A. has played them hard. That was not the case tonight. Like, L.A. tried. Vegas was just simply better. And they were better because their top lines were good, but their bottom six was fantastic. Matthias Janmark, Tomasz Nosek, Alex Tuck paced the Golden Knights early in this game. 
And then, you know, Max Pacioretty gets one. Mark Stone gets one. Alex Petrangelo gets on the board since his injury. But really, this game for the Golden Knights was the third line and the bottom six driven. So I ask you, 702-876-1340, phone lines are lonely, give them a call. Does this feel different to you? Or are you cautiously optimistic? Do you not want to read too much into one game? Do you not want to read too much into the King, uh, the, the Golden Knights lighting up Jonathan Quick again? And that's a tough one for Jonathan Quick. Like, the first two goals, I, you got you to gotta play them different. You got you to gotta come up with a save if you're Jonathan Quick there. You do. The third goal, Max Pacioretty's goal, like that, that's just an unfortunate bounce. And you know what? That's the one that gets him pulled from the game. But I, I have a bigger issue. Honestly, I have a bigger issue with the first two goals that went in. But does this team, with Matthias Janmark now in the fold, does this one feel different? 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Philip. Philip, how you doing? We will effort Philip later on. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Rita. Hey, Rita, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic, Rita. Uh, what do you want to talk about tonight? I do think it feels different. I mean, I always thought we, we had a good chance to win the Cup, but... With as strong as our lines are, I think we can take Colorado. We've got the depth, and I think we play harder than them. And I just feel confident. Now, Rita, do you feel more confident today than you did after the, uh, like before the trade deadline? Do you, in, just in terms of slotting in Matthias Yanmark and seeing what those early returns look like with the chemistry with Alex Tuck and Tomasz Nosek? I think that has something to do with it. I think seeing that third line just come alive, they were already starting to, and I think this is just the finishing touch they needed. I mean, that's what I think. Yeah, great call, Rita. Thank you so much for, for dialing in. I, I, I think, and I'm, I'm going to get to it later on, but for me right now, if, if you start to hone in, on bringing out the best of Alex Tuck. And and I think part of the part of the thing with Tuck, right, is that he's got so much speed, it's hard for guys to keep up with him. You might have a player that can do it. And a player that can read off of him too. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing? I am doing great. How are you? I'm fantastic. Does this feel different to you? Um, yeah, and I think a lot of it was just that it felt like all four lines were really just rolling. I think it was the second, the second period, the first half of it. It felt like it was that, like that was the peak. Even though there weren't a lot of goals right there, it just they were just pressure, pressure, pressure on the net and not giving the Kings anything. And it just, yeah, it, it didn't matter which which line was on the ice. It absolutely felt like there could be a goal at any bit. Do you, do you feel like you're overreact, overreacting to one game, or do you see where this chemistry with that line and Yanmark, Noshik, and Tuck could go? I 
I don't want to say that I'm overreacting. I mean, it's it's not like, you know, we haven't lost to the Kings this year. So right. uh, it's it, it, this is a team that has been able to beat us, and we definitely laid it on today. I would like to see how they do against, um, you know, Colorado or mm-hmm. Minnesota. But, you know, really, it, it you can only play the teams that, that you're scheduled to play. So if they're going to beat, the teams that they play, I'm happy no matter what those teams are. Stephanie, thank you for the call as always, and that's a great point. you got to play who's in front of you. The Golden Knights did, and this was one of the easier, handier wins that the Golden Knights have had against the LA Kings. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's bring in Brian. Brian, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm fantastic. Yeah, you know, I thought that was a really good game. We put up 60 minutes that looked pretty good. Save for that second play, um, or that that last play in the second period. Uh, but you know, we put it together tonight. Um, Yanmark looked good. Yeah. Um, he he seemed to blend right in, and I think he's going to be a good fit. You know, I I think it's the speed that he plays the game with. When you've got Alex talking, his ability. To, to really motor through the neutral zone and get those looks, you've got to have a guy that can serve as a bit of a decoy, somebody that, that can be a reliable passing option to give Tuck more, more options and just take the puck to the front of the net and shoot. I think that's really where Yanmark's going to shine with, with Alex Tuck. Yeah, and, you know, the speed, you mentioned the speed. When Vegas came into this game, um, they changed the game. In speed. They, if you think back to 2017-18, they played crazy fast, and everybody had to try to catch up, you know? Yeah. And most teams have caught up to that now, and most players have caught up to that now. So it's, it's great to see that a guy can come in here and, you know, keep with our pace of play. That's a great call, Brian. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I think the Golden Knights had some pace to their game tonight. And, again, when you've got a player like Alex Tuck who's got, who's got such great talent, offensive instincts, and you add a decoy, you add somebody that he can actually pass to in those situations, it just makes it more dangerous. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Andrew. Andrew, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? I just wanted to talk about that uh, third line. Yep. Uh, I thought they looked really good. I wasn't a Vegas fan, and I tuned in, and I saw that third line. I think that was your first line. Um, they were just rolling. They looked good. They looked fast. They looked scary. I'm sure Quake let in some top ones. You know, no thick tuck, but weird bouncers. But the, that line and the carrier line, the fourth line, um, yeah. the wah, they were just grinding it out, and they looked like it was tough to be. They were wearing down the Kings, and they actually, what what made that perfect for the win is uh, the first two lines weren't going for the first period or so, but they, they kept it going. They made sure to keep Vegas in it, get some goals, and then up to the races, the first two lines went. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot uh, it's a lot to ask to try to shut down four lines, right? Like when the Golden Knights are able to kind of roll over those four lines and, and then you allow some lines to get going in the, in the game, it becomes very difficult to shut that down. Yeah, that definitely. And I liked how, as the game went on, the defense was getting better. White Cloud had top minutes for the first two periods, I think it was. Uh, yeah. He looked really good. And it, was, it was a good effort. 
I like the one. Awesome. Thanks for the call, Andrew. We appreciate it. 702-876-1340 is the number. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more on the extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 702-876-1340. That's the number. Phone lines are open. Phone lines are lonely. Give them a call right now. 702-876-1340. Mark andre Fleury, 485. Fourth all-time in NHL wins, Marc-Andre Fleury. And, you know, it's interesting, right? Like, uh, you look at a guy who last season, we look at the bubble, we look at the uh, bringing in Robin Leonard, we look at the rotation, we look at Robin Leonard taking control, seizing an opportunity in the bubble, and Marc-Andre Fleury in that situation playing the role of backup, playing the role of teammate, and this season, it's a little bit different for Marc-Andre Fleury. He has been exactly what you were hoping to see from Marc-Andre following that up. Uh, one more time, Bobby. What's the name of the caller? Okay, 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Faustino. Faustino, how you doing? I'm doing good. That game was amazing. Shout out to my friend Xavier. Has birthday. The same swim was awesome watching the game tonight. You know, um, I, I, I want to. I wanted to ask um, because it was kind of cool seeing um, York go in the lineup, and then also with uh, Janmark. Uh, but I'm also thinking because we got guys like Reeves and Brown who are out. Uh, because we're transitioning, most likely we're going to be in the playoffs. Do you see any of the AHLers coming up? supplement in case somebody gets hurt in the playoffs yeah I, I think that's an interesting question I, I do think that Yurko's getting a look right now obviously Kolasar out with injury but you know when Kolasar is ready to go I'm very much interested in what that fourth line could look like if it's Will Carrier Nick Waugh and Keegan Kolasar we've seen what Kolasar has been able to do all season long he's been in and around scoring chances all season long but really right now it's up to Tomas Yurko to, to make this a difficult decision for Pete DeBoer it's up to Tomas Yurko to continue to, to have good games where he's driving some possession in the offensive zone looking for some chances and it wouldn't hurt if he was able to, to get a couple of goals be a little bit productive in that spot uh, but right now I, I mean I think that the Golden Knights from a roster perspective are pretty well established into what the roles are and who's going to fill them but it's never a bad idea and it's never a bad situation to be able to experiment and plug in different pieces which is what the golden knights are doing right now sure um with the follow-up do you see like um as we're going into like i know the board had said something about not taking the foot pedal off the gas but uh going into like towards the later like the last couple of games do you see anybody from the top squad getting a look like on the maybe on the top three lines you know, it's interesting. I think that more so you're going to see guys in a game like today where you can kind of even out the ice time. 
give your third and your fourth line more minutes and take some minutes away from your top two lines, that's more along the, the rest that I think you're going to see for the Golden Knights down the stretch because, quite frankly, home ice advantage matters. The Golden Knights are chasing down the Colorado Avalanche. Every point right now for Vegas really does matter. That sounds good. Thank you. All right. Thanks for the call, Festino. Uh, you know, it's interesting because for the Golden Knights, it's, it's a situation where you want to be mindful of rest, but you know what's in front of you. You know the task at hand and what you've got to do. You've got to find a way to get to within range and stay within range of the Colorado Avalanche, who again won tonight. I, I, I like the Golden Knights' chances right now to chase them down, but they're going to need everybody in the lineup to do it. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us after the break. It's the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 6-2 the final. The Golden Knights defeat the L.A. Kings. We are live from Bar Canada inside the D Hotel. And I'll, I'll say this, the reverse retros for the Kings are, are really fresh. They are so nice. And I understand this is a Golden Knights extended postgame show. And I'm not saying that the Kings reverse retro is the is better than the Golden Knights, but it is the best in the league. Um, it, it's so clean. It's so nice. Uh, if L.A. wanted my opinion on this, I would say just go to these full-time, make a light version, uh, and just roll with it because they're, they're fantastic. Now, as we get to the game, Marc-Andre Fleury, 485 career wins, fourth all-time, and, like... It's not a swan song. It's not the end of the road. It's not Marc-Andre Fleury with, with just you know one good year and, and he's going to ride into the sunset. This is a goaltender at 36 who's seemingly getting better, who's been more consistent, who has just had a, a, a great run early on in, in this season. And, and, you know, you go into this year with $12 million in goaltending, and that's, that's a bit controversial just in terms of the salary cap and and you know you you get to you get to the playoffs you can only play one goaltender at a time but the golden knights argument going into this season is you you need both guys you need two goaltenders to navigate the waters of a 56 game schedule that is incredibly incredibly condensed and what mark andre fleury was able to do for the golden knights early on the season when robin leonard was injured was keep them in a position to build and accrue points night in and night out. He went on a fantastic run. And right now, the rotation is really allowing the Golden Knights to just not have to worry at all about their goaltending. Best goals against in the NHL. There's a reason for that. It's not a coincidence. It's because they've got two of the best in the league right now in net every single night it doesn't matter who it is you're getting elite performances from both guys and when you're able to do that it takes a lot of the pressure off of your offense and then 
you, you compound that with what Pete DeBoer was talking about. When you have a third line that you can depend on to score, when you have a fourth line that is generating and driving offense and playing in the offensive zone and is a threat to score and you've got to defend them, then that tires out your opposition, it tires out their defense, and it makes the job just a little bit easier for Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty and Chandler Stevenson and your Misfits line. So it, it pays to have the ability to roll four lines. And you're not going to roll them all equally. That doesn't happen often. But you do have an advantage. It's a tactical advantage if you're able to throw your third line over the boards because you know they, they can score. You happen to throw your fourth line over the boards because you know they're going to play in the offensive zone. And every now and again, they're going to get some good looks. I thought tonight, Nick Waugh, Tomas Yurko, Will Carrier, they were making some plays out there. They were winning board battles. They were getting the puck into the slot, into the dirty areas, and they were very close on occasion. So you continue to get that type of play, and the trickle-down is really what, what, what you're after if you're the Golden Knights. Marc-Andre Fleury and Robin Leonard, it takes some pressure. It takes some heat off of your offense to find that extra production. Instead of having to look for four or five or six goals, by coincidence, they're getting it. But if it takes the pressure off of having to look for that and really saying, you know what, first to three wins. Because we know those two guys, they're not going to give up more than two. And that's where the Golden Knights are at right now in terms of what's expected from their offense because of what they're getting from their goaltending. We're back to wrap it up next. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights 6-2-0 record against the LA Kings this year. Oh, by the way, that's also the score of the game. 6-2 was the final. The Golden Knights able to defeat the LA Kings. A lot to like in this game, of course. Alex Tuck and Matthias Janmark and Tomas Nosek seem to have some chemistry. It's early returns. It's small sample size. I know. I'm not reading too much into it, but it looks like the building blocks are there for that line. You, by the same token, your fourth line, strong performance tonight. Strong performance tonight. Will Carrier, Nick Waugh, Tomas Yurko had some really strong shifts in the offensive zone. That's what you want to see. Mark Stone, another goal, two goals in two games. Alex Tuck, two goals in two games. Max Pacioretty, two goals in two games. And boy, I, I like the fact that this was 3-0-1 for Max Pacioretty. This one was 3-0-1, and it was an absolute howitzer of a shot on the power play that was 300 because it's a tough one for Jonathan Quick. It's just a, a bad bounce that beats him. But, you know, for Max Pacioretty... He can say 300 was a beauty. 301, eh, not good bounce. I'll take it. 300, though, 300 was a beauty. And, you know, it's interesting. Where do the Kings go from here? I, I don't know. It was a team that not a lot of people thought would be in the playoff hunt this late in the season. They got real close, 
and the wheels have fallen off a little bit here for the LA Kings and it's a team that is rebuilding and probably by our standards is a bit ahead of schedule but there's still some growing to do for the LA Kings the Golden Knights will not play the LA Kings again this season however the Golden Knights do have the Anaheim Ducks on Friday we will be with you on Friday. Puck drop at 7. Pre-game show goes at 6 o'clock. Thanks to Jeff Rubino for turning the dials, keeping us sounding fresh on the air. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio. And thanks to all of you who called in tonight to the extended post-game show. Your contributions are always welcome because it is your post-game show. We will talk to you on Friday right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.